across the stars, through your speakers, this is Intergalactic Insider, the podcast that knows the wormholes to crawl through to bring you the freshest intergalactic news. I'm your host, the one and only Felix Andromeda. Greetings, Earthlings. I mean, inter-Earthlings. Welcome back to another thrilling episode of Intergalactic Insider. It's your space-trotting, news-trotting host, Felix Andromeda. Whether you're up and about on Alpha Centauri or winding down on Wormhole 451, it's time to buckle up and blast off into the week's most out-of-this-world headlines. Prepare for liftoff as we blast you to Segment 1. We will investigate the daring heist that rocked the Cosmic Casino. Then, in Segment 2, Cosmic Coitus, Intergalactic Intimacy. We'll boldly go where no podcast has gone before, exploring the diverse sexual practices and romantic customs across the galaxy with our alien relationship expert. Are you buckled up for interspecies romance and the challenges it entails? I thought so. Stay tuned for some out-of-this-world insights. After that cosmic coitus, we'll warp over to Segment 3, Cosmic Campus, Genetically Engineered Geniuses. We'll dissect the ethics of designer DNA and its impact on education and society at large, as I chat with a genetics professor about the new breed of genetically enhanced students at Alpha Centauri University. So, if you've ever wondered if a GMO could give you an A+, this is the segment for you. Then don't miss out on segment four, all you space jocks and jockets. It's the 2222 Galactic Games, a preview. We'll catch up with a sports commentator for the latest odds, favorite athletes, and any intergalactic intrigue. From zero G-Zeros to cosmic MVPs, we've got the scoop on the most out-of-this-universe competition. And don't even get me started on the gravity-defying uniforms. Finally, in our closing segment, we'll examine The Rise of Emperor Zarvix, a cautionary tale. A political analyst and historian will join me to dissect the rise of the ruthless dictator, uncovering how his regime came to power and what lessons we can learn to avoid more interstellar tyrants in the future. It's a sobering but necessary look into the darker side of the interstellar political landscape. And of course, we'll conclude with a weather forecast for your interplanetary outings. So, warp yourselves into the couches, sippy your drinkapods, and buckle up. Because here on Intergalactic Insider, we don't just report the news, we spice it up like your favorite intergalactic Naga Yalapeno soda. Stay tuned, inter-earthlings, we're just getting started. We're starting off with a bang as we dive into the great heist of the Cosmic Casino. Joining me to discuss this daring robbery are security expert Captain Zoya Zorin and renowned historian Dr. Lazarus Lorelei. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Felix. It's great to be here. Likewise, I'm excited to delve into this thrilling tale. Let's begin with the night of the heist. Captain Zorin, can you give us an overview of what transpired? Certainly. It was a busy night at the Cosmic Casino, with patrons from across the galaxy indulging in various games of chance. Little did they know, a group of cunning space pirates had infiltrated the establishment, posing as regular guests. How did they manage to slip past security unnoticed? Their plan was incredibly sophisticated. 
They used advanced holographic technology to disguise themselves and their weapons, making them appear as ordinary casino-goers. They even had fake identities and backstories, which they used to charm the staff and blend in seamlessly. Dr. Lorelei, do you have any insight into the historical significance of this heist? Absolutely, Felix. This heist is often compared to the infamous Great Train Robbery of the 19th century on Earth. Both were meticulously planned and executed, with the perpetrators utilizing cutting-edge technology and clever disguises to outwit authorities. Now, let's hear from someone who was there on the night of the heist. We have a recording of a witness who was lucky enough to escape unharmed. Let's take a listen. It was chaos. Suddenly, these people I thought were fellow gamblers started pulling out weapons and demanding everyone hand over their valuables. I dove behind a slot machine and called for help, but the pirates had disabled the security systems. It was a terrifying experience. As I huddled behind the machine, I could hear the sound of blaster fire and screams all around me. The air was thick with the acrid smell of smoke and the metallic tang of blood. I peeked out from my hiding spot and saw a group of pirates holding a pair of High Roller Torellians hostage, their tentacles flailing in terror as the pirates threatened to slice them open with their energy swords. My heart raced as I realized that the pirates were systematically working their way through the casino, ransacking each table and machine as they went. It seemed like they had planned everything down to the last detail, and there was no way for anyone to stop them. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw a group of security guards attempting to breach the entrance, but they were quickly overwhelmed by the sheer number of pirates. The sound of explosions and screams filled the air, and I knew that time was running out. As the pirates moved closer to my hiding spot, I knew I had to do something. With shaking hands, I reached for my comm device and tried to send out a distress signal. But before I could finish, a loud bang echoed through the casino and a blast of heat washed over me. When I came to, the casino was a smoldering ruin and the pirates were gone, along with the majority of the casino's wealth. It was a harrowing experience, one that I will never forget. The sound of blaster fire and the cries of the terrified patrons still haunt my dreams. But even in the face of such danger, I am grateful to have survived and to be able to share my story with you today. Wow, that must have been a heart-racing experience. Captain Zoran, how much was stolen during the heist? The space pirates made off with an estimated 50 million crypto stars, as well as various rare gemstones and cutting-edge technology. And Dr. Lorelei, what was the impact of this heist on the intergalactic community? The great heist of the Cosmic Casino sent shockwaves throughout the galaxy. It exposed the vulnerability of even the most secure establishments and prompted a re-evaluation of security measures across the board. Some say it also sparked a renewed interest in piracy and heists, with copycat criminals attempting to replicate the space pirate's success. Fascinating. Thank you both for your insights into this thrilling tale. And thank you, our listeners, for joining us on this exciting journey through the cosmos. Stay tuned for more intergalactic intrigue. And remember, the universe is a mysterious and captivating place. So keep your antenna tuned to Intergalactic Insider. Welcome back, intergalactic invaders of the heart. Or should I say, lovers. 
We're here with a segment that's out of this world. Literally. It's time for cosmic coitus, intergalactic intimacy. Today we're joined by none other than the love master of the universe, Dr. Ziegel Zadari, an alien relationship expert who knows a thing or two across the galaxies, if you catch my drift. Greetings, Earthlings. I, um, mean listeners. It's a pleasure to be here, Felix. I'm sure we're in for a stellar conversation today. Oh, we're already starting with the puns. I love it. Dr. Zidari, can you enlighten us on the most common misconceptions about alien relationships and interspecies romance? Well, Felix, the biggest misconception is the assumption that the biological differences between species are insurmountable. While it's true that we may have different anatomies, reproductive systems, or even mating rituals, the key to interspecies romance is understanding and acceptance. Love, as cliched as it may sound, transcends the corporeal. It's about finding a connection beyond the physical. Wait, you mean my universal translator won't do the dirty work for me? Jokes aside, Doc. What are some unique mating rituals you've come across in your studies? Oh, where do I begin? One of the most intriguing customs is the Jurassian pheromonic duet. It's a sonic mating dance where potential partners release pheromones that create a symphony of scents and sounds, often lasting for days. The harmony they create indicates their compatibility. Wow, that's out of this world. Twitter is heating up, folks. At LunarLover69 asks, what's the most, ahem, adventurous alien species you've encountered in your research? It's a tie between the Zirconians and the Rigelians. The Zirconians, well, they're not into anything. Crystal clear. Their bedrock is their ability to shapeshift during intercourse while the Rigelians, it's all about their tentacles, really. Talk about taking alien invasion to a whole new level. Moving on, the elephant in the quasar, pun intended, how do interspecies couples, you know, do it? That's the beauty of advanced technology, Felix. We have the likes of adapto suits and morphing chambers that can temporarily adjust anatomy to match one's partner's preferences. But I must stress, these are not a substitute for open communication and respecting each other's boundaries. Words of wisdom, folks. A refresher course on universal consent is always cosmic. Indeed, Felix. Speaking of consent, a brief historical interlude, the infamous Tau Ceti Accords of 21267 Earth Standard Years deemed it mandatory for all sentient beings to learn the universal safe word, cosmic orgasm. This single phrase has, no pun intended, come in, um, climax. I mean, come in handy for countless intergalactic liaisons. Modern-day space saints, we owe you one. Now, Dr. Zadari, can you share with us an emotional interspecies love story that's close to your heart? Well, there's the tale of Princess Stella of Sirius C and Prince Zark of Rigel 12. They hailed from rival empires, but their love defied the stars. They were from completely different worlds, but their love was so strong they were willing to make out in the cosmic storm. Get it? Make out? I'll see myself out. On a serious note, we've got a question from at Venusian Vixen. How can I spice up my long-distance intergalactic relationship? Ah, a common interstellar issue. Venusian Vibra, I mean Vixen... 
Try intergalactic dates. Share virtual experiences like exploring a new nebula or attending an intergalactic concert together. And don't underestimate the power of a well-timed gravitational anomaly. Dr. Zadari, we're running out of time in this system. But any parting words of wisdom for our inter-Earthling listeners? Remember, the universe is vast, and so are the possibilities for love. Embrace your desires, but always remember the three C's, communication, consent, and curiosity. And as they say on Alpha Centauri, may your warp space be filled with stars and your wormholes well-charted. Well, that's some food for spacious thought, folks. Dr. Zidari, thank you for joining us. Up next, we'll dive into the world of GEG, Genetically Engineered Geniuses. Stay tuned for more Intergalactic Insider. Well, that was enlightening to say the least. Now, on to our next segment. We're putting down our universal translators and picking up our lab coats as we dive into Cosmic Campus, Genetically Engineered Geniuses. Joining me is Dr. Ilara Xi, a leading geneticist at the prestigious Alpha Centauri University. Welcome to the show, Dr. Xi. Thank you, Felix. It's a pleasure to be here. In our previous segment, we explored the universality of love, but now we're tackling the tailored. Tell us, Dr. Xi, what exactly are these genetically engineered geniuses that have the galaxy abuzz? These students are part of a new breed of genetically modified humans whose DNA has been altered in utero to enhance specific cognitive abilities such as problem solving, memory retention and even intuitive leaps. The goal is to create a new generation of hyper-intelligent beings. A population of Einsteins and Curies, if you will? In a manner of speaking, yes. But there are ethical concerns. And those would be? Well, Felix... The ethical concerns stem from the potential for an increased knowledge gap between the engineered and non-engineered individuals. We run the risk of creating a new class of academic elites who may experience discrimination or feel isolated from their unmodified peers. Additionally, there are moral questions about whether we should be playing God with genetics in this manner. A valid point. What about the counter-argument that genetic engineering could benefit the entire universe by solving our most pressing problems at an accelerated pace. It's a compelling argument, but we must also consider the importance of diversity in thought and backgrounds. Sometimes, the most innovative solutions come from the unlikeliest of sources. We must not discount the value of a Eureka moment. Born from an outsider's perspective. True enough. Dr. Exe, thank you for joining us. Ah. There's nothing quite like the energy in the air when the 3222 Galactic Games are just around the cosmic corner, is there, folks? We're getting the inside scoop on the most anticipated intergalactic event this side of Andromeda's nebula. Joining me today is sports aficionado and solar sensor reporter, Zurgis Zeta. Hey, Felix, it's great to be here. The buzz around these games is cosmic, pun intended. You're making me giddy, Zergus. So, let's dive right in. The latest odds have the Epsilon Eridani Eagles soaring high, am I right? You're absolutely correct, Felix. The Eagles have been on a winning streak for ages. 
their cybernetic enhancements and rigorous training regimen are paying off big time. But you can't count out the Rigelian Raptors. They're known for their unpredictability on the zero-G field. It's anyone's game, really. And what about the underdogs? Any Cinderella stories brewing in the cosmic cape of these games? Well, you'd be correct not overlooking the Vega Ventures. They've been quietly building a competitive team over the past few cycles. And their newest recruit, a quantum-enhanced Trinornian striker, is causing quite a stir. They're poised for a run, if they can maintain their sub-warp cohesion. A quantum-enhanced Trinornian? That's a game-changer. Now let's not forget about the lesser-known events. Anything or anyone to keep an Itron on? Definitely. Keep an ocular unit on Denebola's Deneb Danglers. They're a force to be reckoned with in the galactic gymnastics. Their routines are out of this world, literally. And in the Nebular Nodes tournament, it's the Quasar Quillers of Quadrant 9 who are making some noise. Their hyperspatial throwing technique is revolutionary, but there's some controversy brewing about its legality. Controversy? Spill the zero GT, Zergus. Rumors are swirling that the Quillers have developed a way to bend the laws of physics to their advantage. The intergalactic governing body of galactic games is investigating, but as of now, they're cleared for takeoff. Well, I didn't see that warp drive maneuver. This breaking news just in, Earth, Spacelings. The intergalactic governing body of galactic games has just ruled the Quasar Quiller's hyperspatial throwing technique illegal. They've been disqualified from the upcoming Nebular Nodes tournament. Quite the black hole for their chances, wouldn't you agree, Zergus? Absolutely, Felix. This is a LIGO-well punishment for the Quillers. But in all seriousness, it's a reminder that even in the cosmos, fair play and gravitational fairness must be upheld. Galactic puns aside, Zergus, thank you for the out-of-this-world insights into the world of interstellar sports. We'll keep our telescopic eyes on these developments. Anytime, Felix. And remember, it's not whether you bend the rules, but how you bend them within the laws of physics. A celestial takeaway for all of us. On that note, it's time for our final segment. Welcome back. We have a chilling yet eye-opening segment for our politically savvy listeners out there. Dictatorial regimes, a dark stain on the fabric of intergalactic history, and our democratic values. Joining me today is the renowned political analyst, Dr. Astra Observer, and the esteemed historian, Professor Solar Storm. Welcome both of you to the show. Thank you, Felix. Always a pleasure. Delighted to be here, Felix. We're here to discuss the harrowing rise of the ruthless Emperor Zarvix, who terrorized the galaxy not too long ago. Professor Storm, can you give us a brief overview of how Zarvix came to power and the conditions that allowed his regime to flourish? Of course, Felix. Zarvix's ascent to power began on the war-torn planet of Zadoria. The planet was in ruins after a devastating civil war between the Blue and Red Zona factions. Both sides exhausted their resources, leaving the planet on the brink of collapse. Zarvix, then a decorated war hero from the Red Zona faction, capitalized on the chaos. 
he started with a grassroots movement, promising to reunite the fractured population and restore Zadoria's former glory. He blamed the Blue Zonas and other interplanetary forces for their plight, stoking nationalistic and xenophobic sentiments. A familiar tune, unfortunately. Dr. Observer, I want to bring you in here. What were the key factors that allowed Zarvix to consolidate his power and maintain his grip on the people? Thank you, Felix. Zarvix's rise to power was possible due to a perfect storm of factors. Firstly, he understood the power of propaganda and control of information. He established the Zadar Nation News Network, which acted as his mouthpiece, spewing lies and disinformation, while discrediting any opposing voices. Secondly, he eliminated all forms of dissent, purging the military and political establishment of anyone who might oppose him. Thirdly, he used fear and intimidation, employing the feared Zarvixian guard to crush any signs of rebellion. Finally, he delivered on some of his promises, at least in the beginning. The Zadorian economy experienced a brief resurgence by seizing assets of the Blue Zonus and alien businesses, which further cemented his popularity among his base. Chilling indeed. Professor Storm, can you share any historical parallels from our sordid past to help us better understand Zarvix's rise to power? Certainly, Felix. Zarvix's rise to power bears striking similarities to 20th century Earth dictators like Adolf Hitler and Joseph Stalin. Hitler, in particular, came to power on the heels of Germany's humiliating defeat in the First World War and the Great Depression. He scapegoated the Jewish population and other minorities for Germany's problems, just as Zarvix did with the Blue Zonas and alien races. Similarly, Stalin's grip on power in the Soviet Union was strengthened through widespread purges and show trials, much like Zarvix's purge of his own military and the Zaternation show tribunals. And how about the galactic community's response? Why was it unable to prevent Zarvix's rise to power and the atrocities that followed, Dr. Observer? A valid question, Felix. The galactic community, unfortunately, suffered from a severe case of it-can't-happen-here syndrome. Many underestimated Zarvix's ambitions, believing he would be a transitional figure. The Galactic Alliance, the precursor to the current United Galaxies, was also facing internal divisions and was hesitant to intervene in Zadoria's affairs. By the time they realized the severity of the situation, it was too late, as Zarvix had consolidated his power and built up a formidable war machine. Professor Storm, can you share any harrowing stories or testimonies from survivors of Zarvix's regime to help our audience understand the impact of his rule? Certainly, Felix. I'd like to share the chilling testimony of Lieutenant Zara Starfall, a survivor of the infamous Zadix concentration camp. The conditions were inhumane. We were packed like cargo in cramped cells, barely enough to breathe. The Zarvixian guard would come for us at random, taking away the undesirables for re-education, or worse. I lost my entire family to the Zadar Nation's genocidal campaign. The screams, the terror, it haunts me to this day. Dr. Observer, what lessons can we learn from Zarvix's rise and fall to prevent future dictatorial regimes from taking hold? Thank you, Felix. First, 
we must remain vigilant against the rise of demagogues who prey on fear and division. Secondly, a free and independent press is essential to hold leaders accountable and counteract propaganda. Thirdly, the galactic community must be proactive in addressing burgeoning human rights abuses, rather than adopting a wait-and-see approach. Finally, we must invest in education and promote intergalactic understanding so that the mistakes of the past are not repeated. A somber yet crucial reminder of the darker side of galactic history. Dr. Astra Observer, Professor Solarstorm. Thank you both for your insights into the rise of Emperor Zarvix and the lessons we must all heed. Anytime, Felix. It was my pleasure, Felix. Well, listeners, remember, the price of freedom is eternal vigilance, even in the farthest reaches of the cosmos. And as we approach the final frontier of this week's episode of Intergalactic Insider, it's time for your interstellar weather report. Buckle up your spacesuits and tighten your tinfoil hats as the cosmic conditions are about to get a bit bumpy. Grand Thor 7. Attention, mere mortals, I mean species with bones. High gravitational pull ahead. Don't let it bring you down, pun intended, as you'll need your trusty exoskeletons to maneuver through this celestial workout. Ryland 5. Afternoon solar flares should give you some skin-crisping, I mean, skin-kissing rays. Just be prepared for ionic disturbances, which might throw off your ionic comb-overs if you catch my drift. Earth, Sol 3. The blue-green jewel of the Sol system. Perfect for a nice swim in our leftover methane oceans, a relaxing swim with the local fauna, and maybe even a round of dodge the space debris. Well, space cadets... That concludes this week's intergalactic weather report. Remember, the universe is a cold and unforgiving place, but at least we have each other and pressurized atmospheres. This is Felix Andromeda, signing off with a reminder to keep your chins up and your oxygen tanks full. Until next time, stay cosmically curious, but not too curious, or you might fall into a black hole. Farewell.